Aloha Avelina Mai to the Hikina Rising podcast, a podcast produced on the campus of Kamehameha Mobi. Aloha everyone and thank you for tuning in to our 2009 class podcast. My name is Jordan Sarabia and in high school I was in the science and natural resource with the health field. Uh, after high school, I attended college, um, Whitworth University, and graduated with a pre-med biochem degree. Did the Peace Corps in Cambodia. I also came home, did EMT, and then I now do financial advising and life insurance on the side to pay for, hopefully, med school. Peace. Aloha, my name is Kaylee. Um, I was in the IT Academy when I was here at Kamehameha. Um, after graduation, I attended Chaminade University, graduated with my Bachelor's of Science in Behavioral Science, um, and then did graduate school also at Chaminade um, and graduated with my Master's in Business Administration. And I am currently the career liaison here at Kamehameha Maui. Nice. Aloha, my name is Kainoa Ka'ia Okamalie. I was in the Business Academy here at Kamehameha School. I um, went to the University of Oregon, graduated with a degree in Marketing and Communications, um, moved to Las Vegas after graduation. Um, I wanted to pursue something in hospitality that didn't work out so well. So I ended up um, moving back home and following um, in my parents' footsteps and um, becoming a teacher. I taught at Kula School for two years before having my son, taking some time off for a little bit, and now I'm substituting at Kamehameha Schools. Hi everyone, my name is Shelby Kihara. My maiden name is Shelby Bantilan. I went to um, China to do my internship for the hospitality and tourism industry, um, and I came back home to Maui and worked at the Western Maui and realized that wasn't for me and now I'm actually on Oahu and I am a commercial real estate agent as well as I have a dog pet food store. Um, my name is Kupono. I came, uh, came through the business academy at Kamehameha. Um, I later went to Menlo College, got my business management degree and now I'm at VIP the sales department. I'm Larissa Jimenez, maiden name Nakamitsu. I was in the Science and Natural Resources Academy while at Kamehameha. Um, I went on to study for four years at Brigham Young University Athletic Training. And then I stayed up there for um, four years after graduating in 2013, um, practicing athletic training. And then I just recently moved home about a year and a half ago and uh, took up a full-time position as an athletic trainer over at King Kekaulike right now. Um, and I'm married and I have a almost two-year-old daughter. Hi everyone, um, my name is Malia Howarth. My um, maiden name is Madaris. Stay charged. Gosh. <laughs> um, <clears throat> while at Kamehameha, I was in the um, Arts and Communication Academy. Um, once I graduated, I actually took a little bit of time off before attending school. Um, got the opportunity to get back into athletics, um, which took me all the way to Missouri finished my degree there with human resources, um, came back home um, with my now husband, and we had a daughter, and now I'm just currently working um, in the HR department for Maui Soda and Iceworks. 
Mahalo, Malia. Aloha, everyone. I'm Luukia Nakanelua, your hostess with the mostess at this week's uh, 10 Years Later, Where Are They Now episode for KS Maui. I was up in Oregon and graduated from Lewis and Clark College with a degree in environmental studies. I also studied abroad in Aotearoa for island biogeography and indigenous rights. Came back and moved to Honolulu. I worked for DLNR Wildlife and the Offshore Island Restoration Program, then moved through to a couple of the law firms downtown as their legal assistant, and now I'm going to be graduating at the UH Richardson School of Law at Manoa in um, Environmental and Native Hawaiian Law Certificates, and I'm also the research assistant for Kahuliao Center for Excellence in Native Hawaiian Law. Um, met my man on Oahu, now we're going to be moving back over here. He's here right now and we have a fur baby named Kiha, so we're stoked <laughs> about that. <laughs> so on, we, we just mentioned state champs, right? Right over here, sitting next to me, Miss Malia. <clears throat> <laughs> so what are some of the top five things that class of 09 is totally credited for? What are some of our top five things? Junior prom. Oh, yeah, yeah that's junior right. Prom. Yes. Um, Making a state champ. You, you know what? We've we've had a very athletic class. Like mm-hmm. looking back at it now, we just had a vast majority of um, students that could do multiple sports and excelled mm-hmm. in it. It was such an awesome thing to see. Like, and then when the cl- classes kind of graduated, you're like, wow, we as a class accomplished like so much. Didn't we win paddling too? Yeah. Stage just like yes. standout athletes. Sta- yeah, yeah, exactly. Individual, like, stand- yeah, just ranked athletes. Right. First team mm-hmm. all-stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. MIL champions MIL for champions. Everything soccer. almost. Mm-hmm. Pretty soccer. much. Volleyball, right? basketball, I right. think. Soccers for both men and women. Yeah. It was a hit when we left. Funny, yeah. there's a rumor that your weightlifting record is still unbroken. <laughs> <laughs> Who would like to try and break that record? What is your advice for our viewers oh, no, out there? I still didn't break it, break that yet. <laughs> I still didn't. Doing more than how that. much you benching now? How much you squatting now? Uh, not that much. <laughs> the VIP food trucks. <laughs> we were also known for um, getting disqualified for boys cheerleading, for always oh, throwing oh. something. That in I the choreographed. Air. <laughs> <laughs> Junior year, I remember that. I choreographed, yeah. But yeah, no, because the always the rule was you can't stunt anyone or throw anyone in the air. Always just pushing the limits. That was yeah. yes. Always just pushing it as really far cool. as it could go. That's <laughs> a great model. That Sometimes was going a little over, but and always... speaking of pushing, we also were known for pushing down the kahili. It was an accident. Oh, that was an accident. Oh, in the Holly, Remember uh, when it opened, yeah? It was just because he was bypassing it and actually, like, hit it. <laughs> I think we were doing, like, senior practice or something. We, yeah, were. we were practicing for graduation. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Get turned. on the ground. Just, Why then, are we getting on the ground? We got no, yelled at. Get on the ground. Look down. Mahalo, I'm Mulukahi. All the yells. Everybody's crying. I'm just like, what is happening? Shout out to Mr. Ricard and. Mr. Kalibobehe, because you gotta call them by their first names. <laughs> <laughs> In any case, uh, being back after a little while, how was returning to Founders Day today? There's a lot of new changes. What were some of the top changes we've seen? Um, one of the changes, the seating. I think we all talked about that a few times already, but the seating was a little different. 
with having the seniors with their backs to the audience. Um, the sound was a little different, seemed a little muffled. Um, what else? The singing. So many pauses. We're like, we're singing. We used to rush through things no, really quickly. No, but it, I think it was just, it's for everything. Anything they do in school now. It's like, there's, yeah. a pause. there's like a three second pause and then they'll move to the next line. Three second pause. Elements, yeah, all the way through, the yeah. I don't know. That was a little different. There was a, the mo'okua hao. That was good. That was interesting. That was interesting. And I don't know if it was purpose why they like started soft and ended loud mm-hmm. but that was kind of cool Ripple like it was like building up mm-hmm. I don't know that was cool um, the program was also all in Hawaiian as well which I was very yeah happy about yeah mm-hmm. I think the kindergarteners walking in with the seniors was oh yeah I forgot yeah. about that that was, that was, cute. That was so cute that was adorable or just the seniors walking in in general like that like we never had a procession it was always us just there alrighty um, I, th- I thought they were really soft too <laughs> what? <laughs> Who was soft? The singing, like compared to us, like I remember us. No, that was because of the keep way in mind seat. the way it was seated. Yeah, yeah, which could be both, because I mean, they should be singing for Pauahi. It's a performance, but it's more so a celebration for her. So right. I can see why they're like facing her. Everything mm-hmm. is more facing her, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it was like, yeah, I guess on the performance end of it, it's kind of like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. nice to have them surrounding you and have that like, yeah. surround sound. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. So running with the theme of gratitude, what are what is one of the things that you folks would say to Polahi, even though she was seated in there, but in spirit, but if she was physically here with us, what would be one of the things you folks would say to her? Katie? Um, I would definitely just say mahalo for having the foresight to put aside um, lands and uh, ultimately money for all of the wonderful programs and opportunities that we get as um, Homana, but also beyond um, after we graduate from Kamehameha. So just having that foresight and putting that vision in. Yeah, I really think there's no words that you could think of that could like genuinely tell how much we appreciate like her legacy and what she's done for us. Um, there's just no words. Like building off of what Kaylee said too, it goes beyond just Kamehameha schools. Like I have a daughter and she's in preschool and if anyone knows about preschool tuitions, it's it's like a minor college tuition. So I'm like, and we get a lot of help just her being Native Hawaiian um, through the Poahi Scholarship. And yeah, Poahi's, it's a trickle effect. She helped me, she's still helping and it continues. I think I would actually thank her and then I would ask her 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 feelings and her thoughts of how she sees her Hawaiian people progressing to see if we fulfill what she wants because you know she created the legacy but we could never really know what her actual intent was to go like specifically and go beyond into positions of power and, and leadership and whatnot you know it's my take I think gratitude is just the main thing you can do. We, you know, we have a Founders Day for her for a reason, and it's to just uh, commemorate her, really. I'd invite her into this room, pour her a nice, <laughs> neat glass of Macallan, oh, 18 year, and ask her how to take over the world, because that's essentially what she did for all of us. She saw that our population had declined, and 
you know, aside from Kahu saying it was the gratitude in her Christian heart, but outside of that, she saw the destruction going on and not just physically declining, but also the mana'o that was shared from a, from years prior and, you know, not all of the maka'inana getting their land, etc. And so she had built a school, in essence, to educate and allow maybe not assimilation, but this kind of like adaptability in a time of strife. And for someone to see that and, you know, not physically having her own children, you know, adopting, but then seeing all of Hawaii's children as her own was an amazing vision. So somebody needs to drink to that. And I'm sure she needed many to be a good Christian, I guess. Yeah. Um, moving on from there, um, Auntie Lisa wants to know what was happening around the world 10 years ago. So we talked about this a little bit before, right? All we could come up with so far was Obama. Obama getting elected. <laughs> I remember writing up an English essay about that. Obama getting elected. Um, the de- the uh, depression? Oh, yeah. The, the, no, the housing crisis. The housing crisis. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm not depression. That the was recession. The recession. Oh, yeah. recession. Yeah. That was the bubble. The modern depression. I remember <laughs> Mr. O'Brien saying he wasn't going to come to school if certain people were elected. Shout out to you, Mr. O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> 09 was. I'm just basing it off of, to be honest, like my Spotify playlist. I was listening to like 09's greatest hits the other day when I, was, when I knew I was coming back to Founders Day, and I'm like thinking about everything that happened in 09 while I was listening to that. Just in the world in general. I really Pop don't. Culture. Honestly, I really don't know what's going on. I was so focused on like I'm going to college. I need to, and then getting to college and like what am I gonna do to be successful in college? Yeah. I was calling our classmates though across the board. I think we were staying in contact. Everyone. I think I stayed. Oh nine would have been our fall year. Yeah. Of college. Mm-hmm. And then so oh nine to oh ten. I saw snow for the first time as an adult or as an older <laughs> child. And that <laughs> 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 trying to think that just goes to show where our brains were uh, in high school, not knowing much about what was going on in the world. Social media. Facebook Facebook so I tried. Tra- yes, yeah. I went from MySpace, MySpace to Facebook. I remember being at Facebook for college, and I was like, I only had like eighty friends. Eighty on friends on maybe. Facebook. Yep, that was a big deal in college. Now, now Facebook is like. Parents, <laughs> I deactivated my Instagram and I only keep my Facebook active just so, for like my in-laws and my parents to see. When I feel my like kids. people would actually put like status reports, not pictures. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think yeah. Instagram came out when you graduated. Instagram well. was like no, 2010, was, 2011. We were in college, I think. College. Yeah, because oh, really? we even all the Tinder apps came out that oh. time. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But social media, yeah, I'm trying to think what else. Just technology, I think, in 09. Yeah, it was already changing. Yeah, we all had laptops. I, I, was like I think the iPhone's like not even texting, 10 years old. Texting. Oh, we couldn't like social media to each other in class. Like there was not good service. Every day was talk. I used to use that, what is that cookie? Um, the, the Windows button and the da- the D button. And it like dropped everything off the oh, screen. Oh yeah, to close all the screens all at once whenever the teacher Right, right, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like Dell laptops too. Yeah. It was the they, had had that they said they were gonna have. give to us after we graduated. Oh yeah, and then we had to switch the battery with the um, the disk drive, but we never got a disk drive. I don't even think there was a thing such a thing as iPads yet. No, we are that old. We are that old. We had the iPods. The the iPods. Halo and G Talk. Halo. Halo. Oh 
gosh, Wasn't yeah. Wasn't there like Uvu was very popular? <laughs> Uvu and Skype. Oh, I remember a lot of Skype. Oh yeah, especially Skyping home from college. Oh, God, yeah. But anyway, so basically technology, right? You could say technology. Obama, that was a big deal. That was probably, I mean, the election before that, we were what? Not even in high school, so I don't even yeah. think we were really aware. That was the first time I, for one, was super aware of like what was going on, issues that were going on. In medicine. We'll be back right after a quick message from the Charles V. Bishop Learning Center. Hi, my name is Mrs. Arcus, and I'm the new librarian on the high school campus in the Charles Reed Bishop Learning Center. I have had a phenomenal first semester here and would love to welcome and open up this space to all Hamana. So if you haven't stopped by, you're missing out on some cool things. For starters, we're opened at 7.30 every morning, and that's worked out really nice for our Haumana who are bus riders. They come in up to an hour before school starts. You would typically see them playing board games. Uno's been really popular. We have ones that are the size of pieces of paper. Um, they also enjoy playing chess, Jenga, we have a small group of students who have approval from administration to play and bring their Nintendo Switch to school, and they hook it up to one of our monitors that we have in the library. And as long as they're being mindful of the group that is studying in here, um, it's been working out super. So we'd love to have you join us in the mornings. It's not uncommon for Kumu Koi and myself, um, she's the library assistant, to have classes during the day, and we still welcome students to come in on passes during that time. There's a group of students who love, and we've heard inhale their lunch in the dining hall and then run to the library. They're actually football players. I don't know if I should be giving that part out, but they're... <laughs> football players and they play uno and they have this they're kind of a little sad because other students are discovering this space but we'll, we'll give everybody room so come on in um we recently just placed out some uh, adult coloring stations we have colored pencils and it's just a nice way to wind down and studies show that you can't really stress and focus on negative things while coloring so it's a neat way to wind down during the day. Um, a couple of other things to share about promoting the space and, and reading, which is, of course, my favorite thing in the world to do. Um, we do have a box available and students can request the books they want to read. They write the author, title, and information on the card and they place it in a box and we'll try and purchase that. When it does come in, will deliver it to the teacher or student who requested it. I had an interesting conversation with uh, Kumu recently, and she said, oh, I didn't know you order books for teachers. And technically, our students turn 18, some of them do, on campus, and they are already reading adult literature. Um, so if the requests are being made, we try our very best to fill those. If you'd like any great tips or perks about books, want some recommendations, I maintain an Instagram account, but I don't do it under my real name, Mrs. Arcus. 
I do it under the name Cowbrarian, probably because I'm the only librarian you'll ever meet in your lifetime who thinks it's okay to wear cowboy boots as regular attire. It was a nickname a friend gave me, and because it's a public venue, I don't want people necessarily knowing where I work or who I am. Um, but you can go ahead and look at Cowbrarian. Every single book on there is something that we have in the CRB right now. I look forward to meeting you and having you come in. See us if you have any questions. Mahalo nui. And now, back to the show. Moving through, you folks sub, uh, Kainoa and Jordan, you folks substitute mm-hmm. over here. Yeah. Um, what are some of the things that you notice have changed, whether it's amongst the students or with the teachers? There's no like curriculum. Different teachers. Definitely. Different teachers, yeah. So different styles, different... There's a different like vibe on campus. I don't know if you feel that. Oh yeah, for but sure. There's like a different. We were just talking about the teachers I that my finger we don't it. have anymore. We don't see. Mm-hmm. It's like Mr. Laxon, right? Mrs. Well, Gan. Mrs. Gan's yeah. back now. Oh really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But a big thing was cell phones. That was a really big issue. Oh, Is that a thing now? They can just whip it yeah, out. Just being that. I mean, I don't know if they Yeah. Well, as subbing, supposedly, I mean, it could also be high schoolers just telling their subs something, but supposedly they get free time to use it. I mean, I don't really they're see playing, free time. Getting, anything. Once on they their finish phone. their work, they can. And, you know, it's so much <clears throat> easier now to, I guess we could always text each other back in the day, but now it's Instagram and Snapchatting and everything is just so instant. Like it's not, there's no, I don't know. It's different. That Shows is- our age. <laughs> that too. So like the thought process now to be more creative, like let the. I think that's what they're trying to tailor to, but they're noticing that it's harder to regulate. Regulate. Mm-hmm. That's the because also on the flip side, there's a big issue with social media and bullying, and there's a lot. I don't know. It's just everything is so instant. Right. You know? I, I I would be terrified if people had cameras around when I was in high school and was filming me. Right, <laughs> I would yeah. never want to see that. And that kind of stuff sometimes it never goes away. You know, it goes on the internet. It can never go away. Mm. And yeah. so yeah, I have an old school mentality with that. Part well, it's kind of interesting. So I was talking with one of the kumus and um, mm-hmm. she mentioned that within the last week because they have a final coming up, it was more so like. They're t- they're adapting college type of or college style of teaching where you come to class and then like you kind of just ask questions more so. So like more liberal, like kind of like a. Like open ended in a sense of, if you want to learn, you'll learn. That's interesting. So the students come to class and then they have to come with questions, to get answers. I think that works for some students, but right. I think for some students they need that extra. Push. But it's like we're still it's in kind of school. interesting because she's never been like that. But she said she took a step back just to see how it worked and the kids did nothing and it's kind of a, going towards that new style of teaching that they were mm-hmm. talking about mm-hmm. like, sounds good sounds like it's going to be fun what have you noticed about the dress code I was going to say that oh. follows with the social media <clears throat> I feel like people are all about looks you know and I mean we thought we were pushing it like yeah. all my skirts were hemmed every year no, yeah. I thought I was pushing it I had four piercings in my ears like I'm not gonna lie I thought I was different like different color oh. belts was, was pushing it yeah a different color God forbid a little bit a of su- untucked a small like, logo ooh. on your jacket was pushing oh, it oh yeah, yeah. 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 it had to be Kamehameha logos yeah. plain belt yeah your now shoes couldn't be any color now yeah. it's like you couldn't have nail polish you had to show your socks Miss Frampton was really 
on point. Piercings. The hair, the though. Like, the, the voice hair, hair can't yeah. be pa- touching the ears. And every kid's hair is so long. I really wish that was more... I, I think that looks really I think it comes down to just for the students to understand that what's going on is the school creates structure and it's kind of like the legacy they created and established from the start. So if people are kind of being attacked because they're not allowed to express themselves, it's a choice to be here. You should feel fortunate because there's only so many kids that are in our class. Mm-hmm. We graduated with 98, mm-hmm. you know? And so the importance of making sure that you're progressing in what you're doing mm-hmm. while keeping you know the respects behind that mm-hmm. if not yeah doe here you go i know <laughs> <laughs> well being that we weren't in the doe um what is the best memory that you folks have at our high school in particular pony do it school memory <laughs> not out of school lunch was so good being behind you in line i'm just like oh my god there's gonna be nothing left after all the football boys grab their lunch people with heaps of food that throw away oh <laughs> that wasn't your we were spoiled. We were I'll so admit that because even if we didn't like the lunch, they gave us sandwich options yeah. Yeah. or salad too. But yeah. even the main course options. had like three options or two options. Yeah. Yeah. So but like, you know, like you don't yeah, notice that like it was school for us. But like when I I work at King K, yeah. call Like, and they say they have chicken like every day, just changed differently. <laughs> And I feel bad, you know, yeah. like that wasn't how we... Yeah, that's the DOE, they have like, you know, how they bid for food. It's coming from VIP. So. Oh yeah? <laughs> yeah the source yeah. over here. Chicken. Reporting live, but the source. You need to sell something else than chi- other than chicken. They're on the same bid as like Oahu, so you can only get their stuff oh, from Oahu. So that's why oh, I don't have too many options. God. Another reason to be grateful to be here. Yeah. The options. They, they, Come in, I can buy from anywhere, so. I guess that makes sense. Okay, so who else has a good memory? Can we, can we say, I think, talk about memories real quick? I think one of the best memories I had was actually our graduation day. Oh, yeah. Um, the speech that Lu gave oh. was like, <laughs> no, really, it was one of those where um, to she, she kind yeah, of said our piece for our class. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you had, of course, Evan. And, and then after leaving, it was kind of like we all knew like this was it. Um, but we all knew that sooner or later, like we would bump into each other. We would still say hi, you know. We would still um, give each other hugs and kisses, and with the hopes that our children will one day meet again. So I mean, even now, um, you know, like Kainoa has a daughter the same age as me. I, I hope that maybe one day, like they would both Classics, attend. Yes. They'd both attend commitment schools and create that same memories that us as a class was able to create. Yeah. Okay. Oh, 09 PTA mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be that mom with the wine glass. I'm coming. I mean, why not? <laughs> you had a memory. Memory. I, I have many memories. Well, I have, yeah, I think there's so you know, many. But you know, one day my daughter will hear this podcast, and I'd rather just keep some of those memories to myself. So, Shelby Bantalan, what, what are your memories of high school? Shelby Kihara now. Shelby Kihara. I, I don't know. I, I mean, want the Shelby Bantalan memories. Though. I don't want the Shelby Kihara. <laughs> <laughs> Even like our prom, it was pretty amazing. School dances. Yeah, school dances. Even like getting ready for the dances. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> attending the dances and then going like, hey, you know, after the dances. <laughs> Without saying <laughs> much. Like sporting events are really super athletic class. I think our homecoming weeks were pretty high. Oh, yeah. That was fun you know, too. Like they were really fun. And yeah. I love assemblies. 
We I, had such a rowdy, fun class. Assemblies we, yeah, were like yeah, yeah. modified schedule one, two, someone's gonna yell something at the assembly, they're gonna laugh, like. Otto Wong. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely don't need to drop names. <laughs> I, I appreciate the energy we brought. Moving on to our last and final question. If you could go back to high school, what would you do differently? Or if not, what would you do the same? Start with you. you should do, everybody should answer this one. Mm-hmm. Do we have time? Yeah. Okay. No, you go. I, I go. Um, well, that's a hard one for me. Um, I'd probably focus on myself more. Yeah. Um, meaning um, we all end up having like, boyfriends or you know girlfriends for the guys and and we get caught up in that that um maybe we didn't develop like for myself maybe I didn't develop myself as much as I would have wanted to in high school um but not saying that um I appreciated all that um because it made me the person I am today um it made me um kind of fight harder during my senior year but that was kind of my thing I kind of wish I developed myself more um listen to my parents maybe a little bit more. Um, but I'm truly blessed as to how I finished off um, my senior year in, in high school, and I and I don't regret it one bit. should be proud. Mm-hmm. Winning a state no championship. No regrets. <laughs> 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 that was so well said, though. Um, I'll speak more from an athletic perspective, because I, deal, I work in athletics over at Kekolike, so I'm in, involved with a lot of the high school kids. And so... I tell them if I could go back, I would work harder as an athlete. You know, it's, you know, however long you participate in the sport for, whether it's four years, one year, a few years, high school is it. You know, some people don't play beyond that. They don't play in college, they don't play professionally, they don't do pickups, you know. So it's just, it's the one time you represent your school. And so, you know, you can't go, oh, next year we'll get MRL. Oh, next year, you know, you can only say that so much. And so I would say, I would honestly say I'd go back and work harder as a team to just represent my school better. Because I have a lot of kids now that quit and just give up. And what are you going to tell your kids later? You know, like, oh, yeah, I played football, but I quit my senior year. Mm-hmm. I have a couple of athletes that do that. So, yeah. Pony. All right. Um, it's a small window, like you guys are both are saying. Um, and a lot of stuff, you know, it starts even before high school, but high school mm-hmm. is such a small window in four years. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of memories to create for 10, 20 years that you're going to remember. Mm-hmm. But yeah, to your point, you know, you got to work harder, classroom, outside. Um, it's a very small window. It's 10 years already. <laughs> For me, it was definitely, you know, caring what other people thought about me. Not like in a bad way, but more so, you know, if it came to sports, I cared about like how I kicked a ball instead of just doing it. And, you know, and like even just with friends as well, like there's so many opportunities you miss out on because you're a too like ashamed of doing it. Yeah. Awesome. Kind of building off of that. Mine, mine's a little, not super personal, but just um, the way I treated people. I'll just be honest. Um, <laughs> That's so good of you. Tell I, us more. The way I just, We're here for and you. this is like an issue now too, the whole bullying movement and stuff. And that's right. awesome. But I, I can, I can honestly, seriously say I regret sometimes I, I could have been a lot nicer to people. And 
I don't know. Yeah, I just. But I think that you know, there's a lot of people, like people caring what you know you think. Exactly. So, so building off of that, it. it's also too, um, not necessarily groups of friends you hang out with, yeah. but it's just sometimes you miss out on maybe really getting to know someone. Mm-hmm that's really cool that you have a lot in common with but because you're super associated with your group of friends you know you don't really even give them the chance and i've reconnected with people in my class after high school and i'm like well we had a lot in common we have a lot in common now and it's yeah so i just just be open i if i was to talk to high school right now i'd say just be open to hanging out with everybody accepting everybody it's too short and when you get older it's just pointless yeah all that definitely stereotyping and it's not even it's not worth it not worth it um i think that i really didn't appreciate as much as i should have um being here at kamehameha and the opportunities and it was just that much more evident when i was in college of how much opportunities and how blessed we are to be here um i didn't have as long as everyone else on the table to be at kamehameha but um, the you know couple years that I did have, uh, seeing all of the advantages and opportunities that were rewarded to me just because I went to Kamehameha has been extraordinary and has carried me through all the way until coming back here ten min- uh, ten years later, not ten minutes. But it feels like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh, my turn. Cat bats my tongue. Not. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> There's so many things that I probably would want to fix, but I think more specifically what, what one of my downfalls in high school was um, kind of saying yes to doing everything and never really getting the time to enjoy high school. I was always kind of running around like a chicken out ahead, trying to set up for functions or events or trying to balance schoolwork, sports, and then student government and I feel like single room was a lot. <laughs> I would even kind of get out of class and be like, Miss Ashby needs me, I'm going. Bye, Miss Haina. <laughs> Third block, I'm out. Gotta go set up for lunch. <laughs> and it wow. didn't happen just a little bit. It happened quite often. So I think that habit kind of stayed when I went to college, which was also a downfall. But college is a lot harder. So I was trying to balance you know, being president of certain clubs in, in college and doing intramurals, which was like from 9 o'clock to 12 o'clock at night, waking up early to go to class. But yeah, some structure would have been nice and saying no. Well, you folks, we're signing off now from KS Maui in the beautiful Ua. Well, what's up, what's up, what's up? Oh, what's yeah. up, what's up? <laughs> Warriors, we's out. Kina Rising is produced by Lisa Correa, technical producer Kohola Ricard, Kamehameha Schools Mai, headmaster Dr. Scott Parker, assistant headmaster Kelly Duclo, high school principals J.R. Kaava and Lance Kagasan, and vice principal Leo Delatori. <laughs>